the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Good morning. So having been off work since mid-February, having thumb surgery, the plan was to sit quietly and ponder the next chapter in my life for career and ministry. I did well the first four weeks, then I was back binge-watching MASH and playing on my phone again. For the gospel reading, I sat for long periods of time with my electronic devices, cup of coffee, and exegesis, praying about a new way to hear and deliver the message of the Good Shepherd that we haven't heard a thousand times before. So I put down the phone, turned off the television, and sat quietly with the animals I've been caring for. A drawing came to mind by a man who calls himself the Naked Pastor that depicts several young sheep with their earphones on and Jesus standing there trying to get their attention, trying to get them to hear his voice. It occurred to me that I may have been pushing the earbuds in a little too far and missing the voice of the shepherd myself. I finally sat quietly with my tattered steno pad and pen in hand and instead of typing, I wrote my sermon to start. With this gospel, we came in in the middle of an idea that began earlier in the chapter. Jesus gave sight to a man who had been blind since birth. The man was cast out by religious religious authorities. Jesus went and found him and invited him back into the fold. Now, sheep are mentioned in the Bible more than 500 times, more than any other animal. They were important to the nomads, and the agricultural life of the people during that time. Sheep are often used in reference to the people of God before it was considered a bad thing by some people to be called a sheep. With a good shepherd, he talks to the flock and they learn to recognize his voice. If someone else tries to direct them, it could scare the flock and cause them to scatter. Sheep remember when a person has been kind to them and they also remember who has abused them. A shepherd will guard the sheep and lay down his or her life to protect them from danger. It is the same with Jesus. If a sheep wanders away, it is said that Jesus will leave the 99 to find the one lost. Now, when we look back at the blind man I spoke about earlier, people might wonder why Jesus went after that man and brought him into the fold when he was not a member of the original flock. But those are just the people that Jesus would seek and search for. Those are the people on the margins that others may deem not good enough to be part of the group. Another cartoon illustration I saw showed a group of sheep speaking to Jesus who was carrying another sheep. They told him this particular sheep was not lost, but they had kicked it out of the club. Jesus told them that is exactly why he went to find that sheep. Do we do that? Do we ever think that we are better than another group because we have more money or worship the approved God or follow the correct leader? Will we live our lives looking to our future in the Episcopal room of heaven while the other denominations have their own rooms? Will we live our lives believing that someone else is wrong for who they fall in love with? or if they graduate from the right university and make bucket loads of money? Who are we to make the determination who is right 
and who is worthy, who Jesus invites into the flock. This ties back to the first part of the epistle reading from 1 John. We know love by this, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for one another. How does God's love abide in anyone who has the world's goods and sees a brother or sister in need and refuses to help? Take a minute to look at a person on the other side of the sanctuary, someone who is not a part of your immediate family or household. Think about someone who works at the same place or goes to the same school or vet or farmer's market than you do. What color is his or her hair? Do they have freckles? Do they have kids? Did they have an abusive childhood? Did they flee their war-torn country to escape genocide? Did that person in front of you using an EBT card and driving a fancy car leave everything behind in the middle of the night to get in away from an abusive spouse. Our job is not to ask why someone is a child of God. Our job is not to decide if they are worthy of the love of God. God has already made that decision for us. Our task is to help our brothers and sisters in need. Like when Jesus looked at the disciple whom he loved and said, behold, your mother, and said to the mother, behold, your son, that disciple did not say, I already have a mother, I don't need another. He loved her because he was loved by Jesus. I know this is all easier said than done sometimes. We falter. But we all have the ability to love one another as God loves us. To go out into the world and find a sheep that has been kicked out of the flock for being just a little different. That could even be looking inside ourselves and seeing if we have cast our own self out of the fold because we are not like everyone else in how we dress, talk, or look. Even though life is ramping back up to the rat race pace again, I challenge each of us to take a few minutes this week to sit quietly, turn off Netflix, and Zoom. Think about those people whom we normally might not have given a second thought. Go to the library and learn about our cultures within our community. Read about and try to understand systemic racism. Buy fair trade coffee and chocolate that does not support enslavement of the small children in Africa. Write to your senator about human rights issues. Let people know that you hear the voice of the Good Shepherd leading you and that you want to share the good news through your words, your truth, and your actions. None of this that I'm asking us to do is easy. It takes getting out of our comfort zone, opening our minds and hearts. But we need to take the first step before it's too late for the generations and the world to come after us. In closing, let us pray. Good Shepherd, teach us to follow you, to care for all that are close to us, to protect those who are threatened, to welcome those who are rejected, to forgive those who are burdened by guilt, to heal those who are broken and sick, to share with those who have little or nothing, to take the time to really know one another and love as you have loved us. Good Shepherd, teach us to follow you, to spread compassion to those who are far away, to speak for those who are voiceless, to defend those who are oppressed and abused, to work for justice for those who are exploited, 
to make peace for those who suffer violence, to take the time to recognize our connectedness and to love as you have loved us. Amen. <laughs>